Thank you guys so much. Let me get this up and running here. Maybe. We'll see how that goes. Well, thank you so much for having me here. And um, Brother Wes Comer, your church is beautiful. And if you think that God does not order your steps, I will just confirm for you that he does. And I'm not going to get emotional about this. Who gets emotional about nutrition? But um, when I look around here and I see so many old friends and so many new friends, I will just confirm with you that God has everything under control. All right. So I am here to talk about nutrition. And so before I even get into the topic of nutrition, which is not necessarily something we talk about very often, I want to first and foremost um, address some of the things that come along when we think of nutrition or we think of dieting, right? We hear that, and then some of us immediately go to guilt and shame. And so before I even start any of this about nutrition, I want to lay the foundation that everything that I talk about today is, has no association with guilt and shame. So that is not godly. Guilt and shame come from the enemy. And so when we think about dieting and we immediately go there, I want to remind you that God's kingdom is not built on that. So I'm going to ask you to hear about nutrition with fresh ears and think of it as a health perspective. Because we all can immediately kind of, you know, have our opinions and say, well, leaner is healthier. So if I'm lean, I'm immediately healthy. And if I'm a little bit heavier, then I'm immediately unhealthy. And we can get into a place to where we feel superior or less than based on the outward appearance that we see and that we associate with dieting or nutrition. We can easily go into a place where we start judging each other, judging ourselves, and this perspective can be a distraction from the root cause of our health. And we want to make sure that we are healthy. So with that, um, I want us to kind of shy away from this because what I'm going to talk about is going to be deeper than outward appearance. And I think we're very familiar with that, right? Um, that we can say, oh, well, you look godly, so you must be godly. But we don't know what's going on on the inside. And we can base on appearance, and we do that so much with health. So again, my challenge is going to be for you to remove body weight and type and start thinking about it from health. Because we know that there is so much more that happens on the inside of us that doesn't always display on the outside. So this is a ministry for me. Um, and I think that it's very important for us as apostolics and Pentecostals to start to take a little more control of our health and a little more charge of our health. So the Bible says that in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, right? And we're like, yes, yes, bring it. Revival is coming. We see revival. We're pumped. We're excited. We're like, bring it, baby. We are ready for revival. Um, but the question I'm going to ask is, there's a harvest to reap, but are we set apart enough to handle the call? Are we in a place where we can grow our church and our ministry, where we can be our best when we don't feel our best? So we live in a world where food is at every event. 
Um, we're very sedentary in our lifestyles. We have declining physical health. And again, we're thinking health, not just with the way our bodies look. Um, but we want to step out and set ourselves apart as a group of people who are running this race with purpose. We have souls to win. And so if we are just running our bodies down into the ground, there might be another denomination that outruns us. They, they are going to get after those souls. We need to do that. We want to hold up a standard of stewarding our bodies. And the way to do that is through nutritional wisdom. So I'm going to ask us some questions. And these are questions that I have asked myself. So I'm going to back up and say for myself, you're like, okay, well, Sister Liv, this is easy for you to talk about because maybe from outward appearance, you look like, you know, you've got some control over your health. Well, at one point, I myself was close to 300 pounds. And I want to say this with a very humble spirit, but I was not ready to reap a harvest. I was not. I was lethargic. I could not sleep. I was grouchy. I was not in a good place. I did lose 150 pounds on my own naturally. It took two years. But then at that point, I got to a place that that's a big majority of what my life was focusing on. I was getting up before um, my husband uh, does pray, praise and worship at our church. I teach Sunday school. I have two girls. I would get up and run five miles before church. And then I would go to church. Well, I'd come home and get my girls ready because my husband would be gone to praise practice. And then I would come home and get everybody ready. I would go teach Sunday school. We'd have Pentecostal church, praise God. We'd come home. I would sometimes take a walk after that for a couple of miles come back home, get everybody ready, Pentecostal church again. It was not unusual when I was getting down to my leanest point to maybe have 20,000 steps in a day. Okay, so I've been on both spectrums. And when I got to that spectrum where I was physically exhausted from running constantly to try to maintain my body, I asked the Lord. I said, Lord, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way. I've gotten healthier but this is not healthy either. I'm not winning a soul when I'm walking in church and my legs are aching. I'm starving. I have nothing to give. I'm not winning a soul with this. And so I asked the Lord to reveal to me, and he did. And he showed me a way um, to become certifi certified in nutrition so that I could do this. Um, and I found moderation. And then I said, this is the will of God. Um, so, you know, do we have endurance or do we have exhaustion? Um, do we have stamina or do we have stress overload? So these are some tough questions, but when we start taking out fad dieting, shakes, patches, pink drinks, just saying it like it is, when we start taking some of those things out, we're going to say, you know what? If somebody is tarrying in the altar, can I bend down and pray with them? Maybe. Oh, I remember when I used to take a lap around church. Well, what's preventing you now? Right? So we want to get into this place. All right. So I think that's what God wants for us. Because, again, we have a harvest. All right. So you hear it. You're like, 
I got it. I got it, Liv. I got it. We, we, get it. we need to get healthy. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. But how do we do it? And I think that's the part that we miss because we know that we all want to be healthier. I have zero doubts that there's anybody here who doesn't want to be healthier. We just need to know the practical side. What does that look like? How do we make a difference? So I'm going to walk through that a little bit. And I, everything that I do, I line up with biblical principles. So I do have a coaching practice, and I'm coaching clients. And I will say, I'm going to preach for a minute, and then I'm going to teach for a minute, right? And so everything that I do, I line up with science and biblical practices. So when we think about health, I'm going to challenge you to get out of an all-or-nothing mindset, Okay. So I'm going to call her out, Sister Stephanie, we coach, right? We talk about this a lot, right? Like, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. So think about it this way. When you have a new convert come into your church, never been there before, the first-time visitor, and you know, you're like, we got something good for you. We've got a better way for you, a, a refreshing, a new life, okay? And they say, it's too much, it's too much. I, you want me to come to church how many times a week? You want me to read how much of my Bible? I need to wear what kind of clothes? What about my friends? My spouse isn't saved. My teenager's a hot mess. This is too much. This is too much. Do we say to them, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> Good luck, because that's a wreck, okay? No, 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 no. We're like, Listen, 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 just take a little bit, just take a little bit, because we know, hallelujah, if they will just take a little bit, that eventually they will build. How many of you, myself, I did not grow up in Pentecost, I came in as a teenager, and it was a little bit, right, Brother West, Brother West and I were teenagers together, it was a, it was a little bit, okay, <laughs> and then it grows, and it gets bigger, and then we see that person doing amazing things that they did not think that they could do before. And they do feel better because the Lord has taken over in their life. Nutrition, guys, is the same way. It's the same way. It is not, okay, Sister Olivia said we're going to be healthier. Clean out the fridge. Burn it down. Only go to Whole Foods. This is it. This is it. This is all we're doing. No, little, little bit. So I'm going to kind of talk you through some ways that, Little things add up. And so, you know, if you remember nothing else from today, remember that analogy. That if you are new to this, if taking charge of your health feels very overwhelming, think about what you would say to that new soul that came in. Think about what you would say to them. You would not send them to burn their house down. <laughs> and, you know, you just a little bit. So, you know, in the book of Daniel, it talks about that in the last days, there's going to be wearing out of the saints, right? We know this. I always say this is golden information, right? Anything you know about yourself or anything that you know is coming is golden. So we know that there is going to be a wearing out of the saints. We know we're going to face opposition. But what we want to do is we want to better ourselves because we don't want to add to the wearing out of ourselves. We're going to get it already. It's coming, right? We're going to get worn out. We got that in the word. So how do we make sure that we are not wearing ourselves out on top of that? Giving him, oh, here, I'm just going to run myself down to make that job easy for you, okay? So we want to make sure that we are not using 
um, busyness or our ministry that we do in the church as a crutch or our family as a crutch. We want to be on alert for that, that we are not helping the adversary wear us down. So I'm really going to talk a lot about stress and fatigue. And so the way that we feed our bodies and the way that we move our bodies can contribute to stress and fatigue. Again, we think about nutrition, we just think about the outward appearance. We're going to step away from that and we're going to think about inward appearance. So here's some signs that you could be fatigued, stressed, running on empty, no fuel in the tank. When you are short-tempered, when you have brain fog or headaches, you should not have a headache every single day. Excessively tired. Look, we're all tired, but if you are so excessively tired, your body is stressed and fatigued. Wearing busyness as a badge of honor. We are aiming, you know, we're not trying to work each other out. Look what I did, look what I did. I showed up, I showed up. How are you? I'm busy, I'm busy. Blessed but busy, blessed but busy. Let's take a break, okay? You know, we're working together in unity. That's the way God designed it to be for the church to work together in unity. Um, so when we are fatigued, we have impaired decision making. I've never made a stellar decision when I'm exhausted, right? And that comes down to food too. When I'm exhausted, I'll take it. What is it? Bring it. You know, I'm pooped. I don't care if it's a vegetable. I'm tired. You know, so we make impaired decisions. We respond on impulse when we are fatigued. Again, not ideal. Never made killer choices on impulse. Um, when we're fatigued, we can complain or take on a martyr attitude. Again, none of these things are godly, guys. Um, and then we are serving each other on fumes. And how will we win a lost world when we are running on fumes? We need to give God our first fruits. So how do fatigue and nutrition work together? Because you don't really hear that, right? And that's something that I face uh, on social media and in my um, coaching practice, like clients to come in, because I'm not going to tell you 30 days is going to change your life. 30 days, you're going to be a whole new person. Again, going back to that new convert, 30 days, they're going to be better, but they're not going to be a whole new person, but they're going to make strides towards that. So... We don't hear a lot about fatigue. We hear a lot about lose 30 pounds in 30 days, right? Me, 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 I'll take it, and then gain 60 and 60. But so we're going to talk about, come on now. Um, but that one time, that one time when I was 21 and 8 months old, I lost some weight, and I want to do that again. Um, so we're going to talk about fatigue and nutrition. So poor eating choices. These can bog our bodies down. So guys, real simple. I'm just going to give you some practical, practical things that you could do today, that you could do on your way home, that can help you. Because when our bodies are undernourished, then we are going to be bogged down. We're going to be sluggish. We're not going to feel great. I mean, we've all eaten a heavy meal, and after you eat a really heavy meal, you don't feel like doing a whole lot. I'm going to go lay down. I just ate this huge meal. I'm going to go lay down, right? So we want to start working in some things that God gave us. And all through this, guys, 
It's biblical truths. It's practical application. Because God supplied us with everything we need to line up our health. All right? So, before God created man, he gave us sustenance. The garden, fruits, vegetables, beef. All right? So, those things can help. Truly. It's that simple, guys. It's not complex when it comes down to that. If you start thinking of it from a health perspective. So working in some fruits, some vegetables, one ingredient items, that's it. All right? Well, I don't really do that often. Okay, cool. When you go to the grocery store, pick up one or two things. All right? Pick up one or two pieces of fruit. Have them there at your house. I'm wearing a fruit jacket. It starts like that. Just think about fruit. (laughs) Think about it. Some fruit would be nice. You're already healthier because you're at least thinking about it. But it's true. It's true. All right. So start adding those onto your plate. Um, You go out to eat, and you're like, yeah, I really want this burger and fries, but I need to be healthy. Order a side of broccoli to go with it. It's not all about, again, throwing everything away. It's starting to add to and layer on some good things. If we go back to our new convert, and I'm just going to really just put that in your mind. If they're watching ungodly TV, but if they pick up their Bible and read at least once a day, praise God, we're getting something in them, and it's going to work, right? It's the same thing with quality foods. All right. Um, So drink some water. Drink some water. They're all around him. He's getting closer. Last night, Brother West said, why are my hands so swollen? I'm going to tell on you. He said, you probably need some water. But look how many waters are around him. Four or five. He's getting there. He's so close. (laughs) So, so close. So that's where it starts is just thinking about it. But truly, drinking water hydrates your body, and it can help you. Um, If you're like, listen, this is completely, you know, out of my scope of understanding. I don't know where to start. I have clients that I've seen here today. They're like, I don't know where to start. Um, Online, I don't know. Yes, this looks so fancy. Um, Online at livehillnutrition.net, there's a place to learn how to build a balanced plate. And there's free resources. There's grocery guides on there. It'll break it all down for you. It's very, very simple. I did um, a seminar Thursday night at the Balls Church, and we talked about how to build a balanced plate. We had a a nice seminar around that. It was a great time, um, lots of good questions. But I got a text this morning, and a lady from the event texted me, and she said, I went to the grocery store, and I got these three things, and I I, chill bumps. She said, I've never got them before. She said, I feel better already. I feel better already, but that's what it is. And I bet she does feel better because she knows how to line those things up. And I wish I had the time to go through that with you guys, but go to the website. It's completely free. This looks very fancy. Um, The the guide is very easy to use. (laughs) Um, And it will show you how to start building a balanced plate, how to start putting foods together, how to start incorporating those into day-to-day life. All right. Those will help with fatigue. Um, God also, again, gives us what we need with rest. Please take some rest. All right. Now, think of it this way. Every time we have a dose of stress, we want to try to have a dose of recovery. All right. So I'm going to talk just a little bit about that. So stress, we think, eek, up here, Kathy Thomas 
strip, right? We got, ah, stress is coming out, right? I age myself with that. Um, and it's like, okay, so Sister Liv, every time I'm stressed out, I got to go book a cruise. Well, no, because that's not going to work. Um, <laughs> so there are some things that you can do to reduce stress that are practical. And when your body is running up here all day long, if you can just get it here for just a minute, that's going to help. It's going to bring you down here. So there's some things that you can do to keep you from staying here all day and just hanging out kind of here. And maybe we'll get down here for just an hour or two and, you know, kind of ride the wave out. Uh, one thing to consider um, is I love coffee. Had some this morning. But coffee is a stimulant. So when you get up at first thing in the morning and you check your phone and you're already starting out here and then you put another stimulant in, you're going here. All right? I drink coffee. I love it. Going to get some out here today. But if you can eat just a little bit and drink some water, practical, guys, practical, that will help. That puts some food in your bloodstream. That helps. I won't get deep into it, but from a blood glucose response, it will help you if you just have a little bit of food and some water and then have your coffee. That will help reduce your stress. The other thing that you can do is five minutes of anything stress-relieving will bring you down. It's scientifically proven. So those can be things like just taking some breaths. I'll tell you what, my favorite stress-reducing activity in a wild house is to turn that bathroom vent fan on. I'll go to that. My house will be wild. I'll get in the bathroom. I'll turn the vent fan on. I'm practical, guys. Listen, that is five minutes of pure, unadulterated, quiet, white noise. It works. It works. So, you know, you just autom automatically, it's just like being in my own little sanctuary. Um, but <laughs> breathing, um, walking out in nature, getting some vitamin D. If you are going from house, garage, work, house, garage, work, and you never take this beautiful sunshine in that God has given us as an energy source, challenge yourself. You know, all right, Liv, I don't have an hour to walk around in the park. Must be nice. We don't have that. So what am I going to do? I'm going to park farther away and just slowly walk into the building. That's going to be three minutes that's not going to just totally wreck my day. Um, that will help. Um, the other thing is just creating boundaries that we all know are very helpful for us for reducing stress. And then sleep routines. Sleep routines, your body needs sleep. That is one of the biggest things that you can do to reduce overall stress is to actually get some sleep. If you have a tough time sleeping, you may want to consider cutting the caffeine off around 2 o'clock in the afternoon. You may also want to reconsider how you frame out your meals. If you are eating a large meal close to bedtime, then your body is going to be digesting that food all night long, and you may wake up and feel really exhausted. Anybody ever felt that way? You wake up tired. So if you pull that mealtime back a little bit, that can help you get a better night's sleep. So just a quick review in these last few minutes here. For things that you want to do, fruits and vegetables, whole grains. Drink some water, some fresh air. Guys, this stuff works. I know it's not fancy, but God did not require us to do fancy things. Basic things basic principles. 
understanding that these things matter. And I think that's the biggest thing, is understanding that these small things over time compound and make a difference. And when, again, we can pull ourselves away from the aesthetic look of everything. And we can remember, our goal is souls. And someone, someone is going to be out there. And they're going to get the harvest. It needs to be us. It should be us. Period. It should be us. But we're going to have a better opportunity because, one, we're prayed up and we know the truth. And, two, when we feel good, we're going to have an advantage over the adversary. We're going to have an advantage over this world. And we are going to be confident in the way that we are stewarding these bodies that we've been given so that we can go out there and do what we have been called to do. All right. Thank you guys so much. If you have questions, um, this is my website. Um, text me. Thank you all so much for having me. It has been an absolute joy.